Uh, hi. Well, that was a good show. Thanks, everybody. Music <laughs> by Jonah Rapino. I, I just had this idea that it would be like so easy. I just like set sure. up as we were saying hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would all work out. Well, you know, life has other plans. It's true. I already asked how you were, but we lost that part of it. Yeah, that's okay. It wasn't exciting. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm I'm right out of therapy, so you know, yeah. tender. Mm-hmm. Be gentle. Sure. Or I might I might blow up. I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't promise. Volatile. Serious. Uh, are you watching Severance by any chance, or have you watched? Severance? I'm not, but I I have people at work who are watching Severance and way into it and making me feel like I need to watch it. I just I'm three episodes in. I gave in to the you know mounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, unanimous pressure it's good i have a million questions about it though so if you ever start watching we can we can talk about it um but the only reason that brought that to mind is that do you know the basic premise of the show yes okay then i won't retread it but just that there are scenarios in this show where people come into work with red eyes and like you know tears and dirt under their fingernails and they don't know why and that's very <laughs> creepy and is do you relate to that <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh anyway i also meant to mention while i'm thinking of things at the top here did you ever catch up with after yang no okay um then we'll probably never get to it i'll just say that it's interesting and uh people should check it out i don't even remember where it is i think it's on showtime or something i think i downloaded it somewhere but um i put it in the category with what was that movie with uh zazzy beats and uh and uh tony hale uh nine Mm, nine hours nine days yeah nine days they had nine days didn't they yeah it's not like that movie at all, except that it's just kind of an indie, whimsical sort of sci-fi. This one's a little more heavy sci-fi after Yang because it's about like cybernetic humans. But anyway, uh, but very that's like, just like one of those movies that seems like it's you know prestige, but kind of off off the beat, and then it just dissipates. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel, I and mean, maybe this is just my own bias, but I feel like Showtime is a bad platform. I don't feel like you're going to get mm. that, uh, you know, that exposure that you want. But maybe that's not true. Maybe I, I feel like I subscribe to everything, but I have never even considered subscribing to Showtime. Anyway, yeah, I think that I subscribed on accident once because <laughs> I saw that I was set up to be billed for it, oh. and then I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Was that a good story? Yeah. It reminds me that I hope you also remembered to unsubscribe to uh, what was the, how did oh, we Don't watch worry the about that. I, okay. I unsubscribed from that during the credits. <laughs> right. Great. And also it's like heterocentric because mm-hmm. like the reasons for canceling and you have to choose one of them, oh, no. even if none of them apply. But the one that most closely applied is <laughs> I only needed to watch one game. Oh my I know. That's weird. Is, that, is it primarily a sports platform? I mean, I really I sell don't it think on that. So, I mean, maybe that is why most people choose yeah. to get a a free preview because they just you know wanted to watch the Super Bowl or something. Uh, you know, 
Oscars are the big game for right. movie lovers. I know, I know. And it certainly had their fair amount of uh, head trauma, just like football right. this year. Right. It's a dangerous sport. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess our biggie this week is everything everywhere. I saw X, but I, again, I couldn't get to a showing. It's not easy to find. So I, I watched a cam video of it online, which was not an ideal way to see that. <laughs> really? That makes it sound even more illicit, but I just mean the copy that they had on this <laughs> website was, yeah. And I'm like, well, I got to see this movie. So I watched a bad recording of it. Oh, I can't believe you're saying it aloud. Oh, well, I can cut this out, I guess. <laughs> Are they going to come for me? I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I did see it, but it's now been a couple of weeks and it was not a great copy. So I have my impressions of it, but they're probably not fair because I liked it, but I just oh. feel like it would have been a better better theater experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's not It's not a piece of horror transcendence. Yeah, certainly. It just is only its surface level level plot. It doesn't go any deeper. But what they did do with it, I thought was interesting. Um, Since we're talking about it, I'll just Mm -hmm. get it out of the way here. Mm -hmm. Um, Written by, uh, is it Ty West? You know, the T.I. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's got Mia Goth and Jenna Ortega, who I just came to be aware of through the new Scream. And Mm -hmm. Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell. And we've got this uh, film crew that goes out to this place in Texas in the middle of nowhere that they've procured to be a location for their uh, porno that they want to make. And two real weirdos own the property and (laughs) are hostile to them. And you're not sure if they're ghosts or what's happening. But uh, it's one of those movies where it starts out with an intriguing premise and then turns to a horror finish. And I like those because those aren't just slashing for no reason. There's You get to see right. a little bit of the humanity going on. I think that it was heightened a little bit in the older characters, the yeah. the mystery about who they are and what was going on with them and how they um, were struggling with their own unresolved longing. And I, I, I had a great time at X. Yeah, likewise. I just wish that I had seen it properly. Um but yeah, I, I guess I was expecting it being A24 and just the kind of marketing push it got and then the buzz it had almost immediately. I was maybe expecting something a little more elevated. And it's very, very just like grimy 70s style cheap horror movie right. and yeah. paying homage to it, but also just kind of being it at the same time. And I, I appreciated the straightforwardness of it. I also, without getting into spoilers or anything, I do just something about the resolution and the answers you get about the old couple. I don't know. I appreciated that it was so grounded and that it was just, these are just insane people. Right. Uh, I appreciated that about them. They weren't like monsters, even though they didn't reveal a lot of their secrets. That part where, you know, the old lady kind of danced Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that that was like interesting. You're seeing like the inner life of what yeah. usually is just kind of the soulless force of evil. I did not know until moments before this recording began doing prep that Mia Goth played the old lady. Oh, she did. Yeah. I, that didn't occur to me while watching it. But uh, And really. I had heard that they filmed an entire prequel secretly on yes, the shoot. Yes, I've heard that as well. That's crazy. 
So there might be more insight to come. Yeah. X zero, X point five. Mm-hmm. Fun. So yeah, I look forward to that being for rent or whatever, whenever I, you know, I can watch a, a proper copy of it. And, uh, but uh, I liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, super. I also caught up with death on the Nile while we're getting mm-hmm. stuff out of the way. Not much to say about yes. that. I, I feel like I had a similar experience to you. If I recall, you told me that it was just pleasant enough to sit in a movie theater <laughs> and watch attractive people and attractive scenery up on a big screen for t- well over two hours. Um, None of it made sense. Remember when Gal Gadot like stood up on a ladder, like wrapped in lame? <laughs> yeah. Remember that moment? The Cleopatra that, moment. Yeah. yeah. And when that guy was like flying a kite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? I know, very crazy. Brana's an interesting cat. I mean, he's talented. He's Oscar-winning screenwriter Kenneth Brana, but he uh, his movies are weird because they're very. He'll do a Marvel movie. He'll do this stuff, and then he'll do something personal and interesting. And of course, he's got that Shakespeare background. But um, yeah, this is a very like trite and kind of like. I don't know. It's bringing very like safe and like public domain material into the 21st century, but in a very uh, kind of bloated and indulgent way. But it looks great. And the cast is interesting. I mean, interesting on many levels in this right. case. We didn't get Johnny Depp this time, but we have Russell Brand and we have Army Hammer. And uh, I don't know. I so, so nice of them to let him back in a movie. Yes. <laughs> I bet filmed before all the... Right press no right doubts. so no doubts and then if you know the story you know how kind of appropriate everything turns out but um yeah i don't know it was a good time it was too long and it was the characters are insane and make no sense and i think almost every mystery just doesn't make sense either like all of the the all the stuff in the the machinations of the plot of running and hiding the gun and and then having to shoot yourself in the leg and then like nobody would ever do these things Right. And why? Ever. And do they think the audience is interested in Piero's backstory? Right. I'm yeah. not. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's it. And I wonder about that stuff too. Is that not stuff from the novels that people are thrilled to finally see? Or is it it feels like invention? It feels yeah. like prequel no, I nonsense. No, I have that... no idea. And he had he suffered from a fairly traumatic face wound. Yeah. I feel like a mustache. You need right. more than a mustache. Right. To cover that up. I mean, interesting also to give him this weird arc where he's like tracking down the uh, the New Orleans lady at the end of the movie. I don't know. Like, I didn't hate that. It's just right. weird. Right. It's sweet. But it was like, all right. I guess because I guess he does. He's not the kind of character that has an arc. And right. neither is Batman, really. And Batman had an interesting arc in that recent film. So, and James Bond, they did it. So, I guess it's just the trend to like take these kind of iconic characters and try to humanize them. But to what I don't end? See a happy I end. I don't see a happy end in store for that relationship. No, <laughs> she's probably already on to some other. So some you other... think she's going to have the patience for him for one yeah. second? Like you just. The came down to stalk me right it also does the movie also does that thing that a lot of movies do now just with the like uh i don't don't know what what word to use other than the 
stupid word woke, but like the little woke injections here and there. So Letitia mm-hmm. Wright has a scene where she dresses Perot down for, you know, the way he betrayed her trust or whatever kind of being like, and it's like, okay, good for you. But like, that just didn't feel natural. It felt very much like an, in, like something that was imposed onto the story. And who knows, maybe that's in the novel, but. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> Did she actually say that? No, that's Nicole okay. Kidman and being the Ricardos. Oh, right. Oh, God, Sorkin. Come on. <laughs> His defense was that the film Gaslight came out before uh-huh. this time period, but I don't think people were using it as a verb like that. No. Oh, boy. Anyway, that's probably all the time that that movie deserves, but I, I didn't hate it if you're into that sort of thing. I wonder, I think about my parents who are just like, pbs mystery type people i wonder mm-hmm. if they've bothered to catch up with these i don't know if they'd like them they're a little too intense a little too a little too body for them probably mm. it's heavily implied that characters have sex in this version i don't i don't like that no we don't need that we don't need to spoil the the fun yeah anyway uh all right do you have anything else before we get to uh Everything, everywhere. Oh, you know what I did catch up with? What's that? Pin. Have Hmm. you ever seen Pin? Pen or Pin? Pin. No. Yeah, well, it's only on YouTube. Oh, okay. And I would highly recommend that you catch it. Oh, okay. Terry O'Quinn plays a pediatrician, and he's very strict and stern with his two children. And there's like this medical dummy in his office that Mm -hmm. talks to them and teaches them about sex when it's time. And Pin's not allowed to speak to them, but then he does anyway when the dad's not there. And anyway, Pin follows the children into adulthood. How do you spell Pin? Like the head of a... Oh, just Pin. Pin I'm movie. Up on Google, but that's a hard thing. Pin movie. I like Terry O'Quinn. Yeah, let me tell you. Like it, it seems like the normal sort of like thing oh, you'd find on, on you'd find on Shutter. All right. But um, it it actually kept my interest for the mm-hmm. for the two hours or so. Is it actually like a YouTube original movie or something? No, it just that's where it lives right now. Mm-hmm. The version that I found had like two guys talking like for three minutes at the beginning and then halfway through the movie but otherwise it's just the full movie mm-hmm. if you can't find it i'll see if i can find the link i a found study guide and no, i found it it's <laughs> the... <laughs> the disappointment in your voice no, just... i found it 6.6 6 out of 10 on imdb i feel like every single movie has a 6.6 6 out of 10 on imdb well it's just, just as good as all the others people voting for everything so everything comes out in the middle all right oh is this a, the 1988 film yeah oh it's not a new it's not a recent okay oh no interesting oh no oh no i just saw terry o'quinn much younger in something i think it was I think it was Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Does that sound mm. right? I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right, I'll put that on the list of uh, yeah. Just go ahead and click play on that right when we and um, well. And speaking of that, um, 
I watched something that may have, if we were still committed to our premise, might have been mm. a holds up. I watched Misery this past week, uh, a little early for our our little you know sweet spot of the early two thousands, late nineties, but nineteen ninety film uh, mm. holds up really well. I was surprised. It's a great movie. I missed the title. <laughs> Misery. Oh yeah, Misery is great. Yeah. And it uh, holds up well. I thought maybe it would be a little faded, a little, you know. But no, I really enjoyed it. No, those scenes that are intense where she's like in close-up screaming at him. Yeah. Like the way that it's able to turn and mood on a dime. There, there's something yeah. in the filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah, and there's little pieces that I assume are like character stuff that she must have brought to it. Or at least that they worked through. Because little scenes like she'll yell at him and then she'll leave but she'll pop back in to say something silly and it's just so mm-hmm. harrowing it's like just such a great characterization and she just like bursts onto the scene uh the movie scene anyway um but he's great too because uh what's his name james Kahn. Yeah. he's kind of just become like the cranky old guy in a lot of comedies I forget that he you know is one of the great actors and that role against her this like amazing mm-hmm. spitfire dynamic thing to play that against her and to i don't know i thought he, he did an excellent job yeah they're both good and i i think that like hers is is a favorite oscar win of mine not like all time mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. when it comes to picking like a really fascinating performance for the ages i feel like that's a yeah. great one yeah good stuff all right, that's our that's our holds up segment for the week. We um, did it. All right, everything everywhere all at once is a uh, here's what here's what Wikipedia says a 2022 American science fiction black comedy action film, mm. and none of those there's no commas and all those things are like links to genres, but it just reads all those words in a row: science fiction right. black comedy action film. Written and directed by the Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. It stars Michelle Yeoh, Kei Hui Kwan, Stephanie Tsu, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum. That's a great uh, um, cameo. Yes. And she shows up again later. She actually comes (laughs) to the party. She comes to the party. I wonder what it was like getting a part with that name. I won't give away what they call her, but... um, I wonder what that does for one's esteem. James Hong and Jamie Lee Curtis in a in a supporting performance. Has she ever ages. had more fun in a movie? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, follows a Chinese American woman being audited by the IRS, who in, in a I'm sure a very realistic depiction of what it's like to be audited by the IRS, <laughs> who discovers <laughs> tables, <of laughs> manual receipts, yes. and you get to go and like make your case. Right. With an ang- with an impatient, cranky lady who discovers that she must connect with versions of herself from different parallel universes in order to help prevent the destruction of them all. Premiered at South by Southwest March 11th, 2022, began a limited theatrical release March 25th, wide release April 8th. I uh, saw it and I had quite a time. That uh, I mean, there's no way to encapsulate everything that this movie contains. If critics don't like it, it has a perfect title to throw back in its face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've actually seen people do that. 
uh, it, I, and I'm not going to go through the plot. Um, I'm sure in our discussion, things will come up, but there are aspects of this movie in the characterization of the family and the way those characters transform throughout the film, the different universes they visit, some things that seem like comedy gags that end up being deeply heartfelt and meaningful later in the movie, uh, to the, the onus of all of the, uh, activity in the universe being a, a, a bagel mm -hmm. the, this movie has so much going on and i find it hard to hold it all in my mind at the same time i'm always remembering things that i forgot are in the movie even uh and so it's one of those movies that's going to be fun to revisit i think it's a mess i think it's too long i uh but i also think that it it weirdly makes way more sense than i expected it to it, it holds together emotionally and it's it's universe and it's plot doesn't really need to make like scientific sense. Mm -hmm. It just has just a bare thread of a concept and then they play with it and they play with it and they go deeper and they go deeper than you thought they were going to go. And then characters who you thought were one note suddenly have crazy things to do. Uh, and in the end, I found this movie to be uh, kind of a revelation and a joy uh, it's not perfect, but it's going to be a classic, and um, it's it feels just special. Whatever whatever's going on with it, it feels special. How did you feel watching this movie, Dan? Yeah, I agree. Like whatever is messy or imperfect, I think kind of makes it what it is too, because th they're being brilliantly creative, and I think that so many movies that attempt something like this don't have any creativity and mm. can't take things out to a logical or imaginative end. And so someone like me always just ends up getting stuck on the questions at the center. Mm. And yep. here I didn't care about the questions at the center because there's too much going on to care about that. And the stuff that they do come up with to me was endlessly entertaining. And yep. it made enough sense that I could follow throughout and the stuff that didn't make sense to me didn't really matter as much. And mm -hmm. being able to pull together stuff the stuff from the world of martial arts and sci-fi and something multiverse such that I thought I was I thought it was like a Marvel piece, you know, when I'm right. watching the trailer. Right. Um and to find that it's not that and they actually had some pretty poignant reflections about life in the center of it and um the and purpose and meaning in the in the midst of you know having access to everything everywhere all at once what mm -hmm. could any of it mean i i thought it was really well done and life-affirming in a way that um i didn't see coming yeah the trailer intrigued me of course but it also made me think oh this is going to be exhausting the trailer just made it look like oh this is gonna be one of those movies where it's trying like i thought it was going to be the less creative version that you were you were you know talking about yeah. earlier and i was delighted i was pleasantly surprised and they don't take themselves too seriously like yeah. some of those universes it makes zero sense and it's hilarious right. yes you know and they keep on layering the things that are going right on the, the craziest universe. one they have which i yeah. guess i'll just call it the hot dog hands mm -hmm. universe they keep going back and it becomes poignant right and becomes like, like this thing and like you, yeah. you you see more and more how they live life and it it's yeah. just it's just so funny and and meaningful in the end. You mentioned I, Marvel. I really enjoyed it. 
the you mentioned Marvel. The next big Marvel movie is a Doctor Strange sequel with uh, mm-hmm. with Benedict Cumberbatch that takes place in the multiverse. Right. And I'm like, there's no way Marvel's version of this is going to be this creative and fun. It's going to be that tiresome, even though, you know, I, I'll probably like that movie, but it's just no, it's not going to come close to in terms of meaning and insight and something fresh to what they did here on a low budget. I can't imagine what the screenplay looked like. Yeah. Like stuff like that. I'm like, how in the world did this read on the page? Because so much of it is in the look and in the production design and in the editing and it's hard to imagine it to me it was just such a wonderful collaboration that people were really trusting in the in the directors yeah to go on this journey it reminded me i think of being john malkovich Mm -hmm. like this wild idea and they just think well if that happened then what might happen next and they actually offered a few ideas it also has shades of the matrix which Mm -hmm. i thought at several points during it uh, but but not in a tiresome way, in a very kind of sideways, interesting, creative way. Um, did you see Swiss Army Man? No. That's the first film by these two guys. Hmm. Are, you, are you aware of it? No. It's Paul Dano on a de- stranded on a desert island, and then the, the, the farting corpse of Daniel Radcliffe washes up on the shore. Oh, and I it's heard a, about it's a, I did it's hear a about this whimsical journey between those two characters, mm-hmm. and it's a lot shorter and more economical and tight than this. It's a first feature, I think. Um, and I think this is, I think, in some ways, it's better and more restrained, but in other ways, it doesn't have as much to say as this movie. This movie feels like they got some confidence from that experience, but I would recommend catching up with that. Did you know that Island is? An abbreviation for isolated land. I did not. It makes sense. It sure does. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Um, well, I'm not going to learn anything more profound than that today. I think that I would like operating a laundry. Yeah. I, I enjoy doing laundry, and I think it would be fun to have like machines mm. and then like live upstairs. And then just like go down to work when someone needed help, but otherwise like live upstairs. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking about it's doing that now. Okay. That's, uh, you know, I feel like it might be easy to break into that industry. That might be your other. Really? Area. I mean, I feel like it might be hard because I, I, I don't want to like build it. I want someone mm-hmm. to just give me their business that's already mm-hmm. running. Then you kind of have to, uh, I guess you'll just have to kind of, you know, go incognito and, and learn what, what the the shape of things is in your area. Yeah. Check out all the, see if any of them are, you know, uh, on the rocks. Maybe. Really, I'd be gentrifying because like when I needed a laundry one time when our machine kind of wasn't working for me, um, I it took me a little bit to find a place that like th- that was acceptable because hmm. a lot of them are like laundry slash... Right. And then I'm not sure I should be there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what if we just made a, a new laundry? Right. Um, and then yeah. I think, oh, then, I, then I'm the problem. Right. That's you know, true. coming into neighborhoods that have long established. But you could things. intentionally provide poor service so that you wouldn't be stepping on the toes. Of well, that goes laundry. without saying. And it wouldn't you're be just... for any good reasons. 
if you're just, just in it just yeah. because that's what people could expect from my laundry <laughs> right yeah what does this say oh rest mode all right oh uh, sorry um one one more thought about this movie the family is uh you know you got michelle yo who's the this big movie star and um you expect to take a journey with her character and the, her three family members her kind of very Americanized daughter with whom she has a strained relationship, her kind of milk toast husband. Um, and then her Chinese uh, born father who is visiting and does not approve of her life and situation and family. All, all that kind of feels like they're going to be stock characters from this kind of a setup. Mm-hmm. And then every one of those characters goes somewhere that I was not anticipating, um, you know, to the point where the daughter turns out to kind of be uh, something of a, of a villain, at, at least at first, uh, but then so does the grandfather. And then um, what's his name? Kehoe Kwan. Uh, he, boy, does he get his moment mm-hmm. as well. And uh, I don't know, it's just good. unbelievable. It's just great to see these actors get this kind of opportunity and then just uh, i just feel like a movie like this it's not just that they don't come around often they really don't come around this just feels right. like something completely right. fresh so hooray the that weird clip on the tv with uh sunita mani and aaron lezar in that musical which they kind of use as a tv broadcast to show the differences in different universes just little weird little oh, details yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just seeing on the on the Wikipedia page here that the, the list of people. Also, I, I did you know Randy Newman was the voice of the raccoon? Oh, I didn't know. That. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyway, it's a it's it's a one it's truly a one of a kind thing. You don't get to say that about movies very often. So, I hope people go to see this. Um. Yeah. All right. Feels like we're out of steam. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm started scrolling my news feed and <laughs> okay. not even interested in what's there. All right. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> uh. All right. I have no idea what I'm going to see next. Not I need to go. Really I need to go see Ambulance. Oh yeah, Michael Bay is back doing what he does best. Because we need a surgery, a life-saving surgery. Right. So we'll rob a bank, but just this one time. But then we yeah. shoot a cop, but you can't let the cop die. So we're going to ride along with him, even while being chased by the other cops in yeah. an ambulance. ambulance. And that sounds like the whole story there. I'll do it for Jake. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll he'll elevate the material, I'm sure. And who's the other dude? It's not John David Washington. It's someone else well people can tune into the next episode to find out okay i don't know that i'm gonna see it by then but i'll eventually see it in the next two Uh, weeks you won't see ambulance i might i guess might be might be streaming by then yeah (laughs) right um all right well we'll see uh crabs in a barrel what is that (laughs) You're going to go to Crabs in a Barrel, <laughs> but not Ambulance. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see.
Oh, I could watch The Ambulance from 1990 starring Eric Roberts and James Earl Jones. But I don't think I'll do that. Hmm. All right. That's it. Alrighty. I'm calling it. Uh, download me or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta do that. All right, bye everybody. See you next time. Bye.